I'm with uh, Suspended. Um, I've been getting a request for a talk or an episode with Suspended, so here we go. Would you uh, ladies mind introducing yourselves to listeners? Sure. Uh, my name's Amanda Castillo. I play guitar and I do vocals. Hey, what's up? I'm Channing, uh, Channing Concho, and I play drums. Hi, my name is Autumn Concho, sister of Channing Concho, and I play bass and newest member. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we can start with like, um, you know, you guys had a show recently uh, about almost two weeks now uh, out in Albuquerque. Um, it was uh, after the Cavalera show. Um, I thought we'd just kind of start with talking about that. Um, what was your guys like, I guess, reaction or like, you know, highlights of that Cavalera show? I think the whole thing was just super, super exciting. Um, when our friend uh, Roman down at the launch pad asked us originally to open up for um, Destruction and Nervosa uh, for the launch pad show, we were really stoked. And then when we found out that the show was getting moved to the sunshine and, and combined with Cavalera, it was like, you know, score, score one for us again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were just uh, super excited. Destruction has been, you know, one of my favorite thrash bands since, you know, I got into thrash and everything. And uh, since 1986. <laughs> yeah, and, and our friends with Nervosa and everything, we were just really stoked. Yeah, definitely. We were just stoked to be able to see our friends again in Nervosa, but also, like she said, to, you know, open up for Destruction. And then when we found out, you know, we were getting bumped, but you know, not, not getting bumped because we got to play a whole nother after show party. We were just like, wow, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll stick around. And, <laughs> you know, sure enough, they did. And I think that was definitely a highlight was during the end of our show, you know, they still stuck around. We had all these rock stars around us and we're like, okay, just keep concentrating, <laughs> stay focused, don't get too excited. Um, but it was definitely a ton of excitement and just overall, you know, just getting back to it after two years, it's been a long waited, you know, for us and our fans too. And especially our newest member, Autumn here. Yeah, the whole show, like, I know we kind of opened uh, back in 2019 for cattle decapitation. Oh my goodness. But this one, I was amazed. They actually came to check out the after party show and I, I was just absolutely like fangirling a little bit. <laughs> yeah, did you guys, did you all get a chance to meet some of the, the band members uh, yeah. when you played or after you played? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, the guitarists from Destruction, we got, really got to talk with them and uh, yeah, we got to shake hands and they gave us praises and it was just like very very uh meaningful and uplifting and uh yeah. inspiring inspiring for sure very cool and just humbling you mm -hmm. know when people like that just you know you see your idols on stage and you know you only hope you get to meet them or take a picture with them but when they actually stop you after your own show and tell you you know how great you sounded and and just keep encouraging you. And, and that's what they did. And they just kept encouraging us to stick with it, you know, just do what we do and continue to melt faces. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think that's what keeps us going throughout all these years is all the band members that we got to meet, you know, opening for, you know, for so many, there's so many to name and it's just, they've all been so cool to us and just, 
you know, gave us all the encouragement to keep us inspired, to keep writing, to keep touring. And, and, you know, we're a proud DIY band. So, you know, everything we do it yourself, everything's always been DIY. So to be able to have that under our belt and know that we've gone this far doing it all ourselves is, you know, it's, it's a great reward. Awesome. Yeah. I, for me, I think just Cavalera, like, um, I'm a big Max Cavalera fan. I think yeah. I, I, you know, I went to high school in the early 2000s. And so back then, like Soulfly, you oh, know, yeah. was was considered a new metal band back then. Yeah. And I was like all about new metal. And when like Corey Taylor and like Chino Marino, all these like new metal artists were a part of the Soulfly album, I think the second album. Yeah. That's kind of how I got hooked on Cavalera. But then I later on got into Sepultura and then just knowing the history that like Max and Igor are like the original, the two guys that started Sepultura and they did this, they're do, still doing this tour just yeah. blew me away. And yeah, I was just like in shock of like the whole like Cavalera performance, but that was definitely the get, highlight for me. We didn't get to see the whole show, which is, you know, a little bit of a bummer because we had to go back and get ready and make sure everything was good to go. But just from what we heard and, and just, it was an honor just to be able to be in their presence too. And, and man, Amanda and I, we actually got to, um, when Sepultura came through, like back in early 2000 as well, um, I think, I don't even think Max was with him. I think it might've been Derek Green, but we got to hang out on the bus and um, just kind of, <laughs> you know, mingle with, <laughs> with the rock stars for a while. So to be able to, you know, have them in the same setting as us here in Albuquerque was just, that was a great feeling. And like you said, you know, Sepultura has been, a big influence on us too, especially when we were teenagers and and jamming Sepultura, you know, all throughout high school and cruising the res and <laughs> you know just having a good time jamming all those albums. Yeah, especially beneath the remains and arise. Arise, yeah. Top notch. <laughs> totally. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been like just thinking about that. I recorded some of the songs on my phone, and I've just been watching it over and over again. It's just like I just still can't get enough of it. And... <laughs> Um, every I, I follow the Cavalera Conspiracy like Facebook page and they go live like at almost every show. So I probably like watch like every like live stream that they put up. Um, Sweet. But yeah, it's it's nice. really cool. That's awesome. Um, but um, oh, and I understand you guys also had a history of you guys had toured with Nervosa. Like, was it how was it like talking to Nervosa coming around uh, two weeks ago? It was great. Uh, well. When uh, we went on tour with them, they had a totally different lineup. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. yeah. So, Prika, she's the uh, you know the founding member, the the heart and soul of that band. It was definitely great to see her, and she's just a wonderful person and really um, kind and just just a good person. So it was definitely good to see her. You know, our our shredding sister. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, totally. We didn't get to meet the other newest members um when because we were playing but they got to see us play and um yeah that's the only downfall to that part was just not being able to meet the other ladies but Prika makes sure to tell them you know hey if we got a minute we got to go check out my girls and (laughs) yeah she's she's awesome it was good great to see her nice um but yeah I just thought we'd touch on that first and then um kind of just changing gears like just uh for you know I have a lot of people listen from all over, but um, for those not familiar with um, Suspended, can you talk about how the band uh, started? Sure. <laughs> 
So um, Amanda and I, uh, Channing, we both started back in 2002, 2003. We were just kind of messing around. Amanda had some gear at her house, um, drums, guitar, bass. And um, so we recruited a couple more girls. Back then we were a five piece, believe it or not. Um, we just started off playing simple songs like, you know, Living After Midnight by Judas Priest. And then we started, um, we even tried playing like in my life by the Beatles and ACDC, Hell's Bells. And we just kind of started off, you know, rocking slow. And then we found out our school at West Mesa was having a talent show. And so we figured, hey, why not? Let's give it a shot. You know, maybe we could write a song. So we wrote our own song, which is no longer existent in our playlist. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> we um, performed it um, as a five piece or a four piece, but we didn't have a, a vocalist then. So um, after high school, we just kind of, you know, kept messing around and got a little bit more serious, made up a couple songs. Um, those were our early days here. And um, it's been awesome because <clears throat> once people found out about us coming out of high school, we started getting more word in with the local bands that were, you know, let's just say the OGs, you know, here in the scene. And a lot of them started getting us on shows. And if we couldn't play those shows because we were under 21, then we'd still be there supporting and, and hanging out backstage, not backstage, but like outside and because we weren't old enough to get in. But that really helped us, you know, get our foot in the door with other bands. And, you know, it was really just just promoting ourselves from the get-go and regardless if we had two three four songs you know people were like play your set again you know and <laughs> it's really been a great support system since the moment we started especially with our family and and I mean if it weren't for our dads and our moms you know mm -hmm. being the band moms the band dads supplying gear you know getting us to and from shows you know we really wouldn't be where we're at right now being proud DIY band you know because they really showed us how to do it ourselves. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, I'd like supportive parents. Um, just cause, um, yeah, just, I mean, speaking for myself, I feel like the, I guess now I think more, uh, people are getting more like comfortable with like metal music, but like, uh, in my experience, like my family, like everyone's still kind of not really <laughs> accepting of that kind of music, but, yeah. uh, that, that's really cool. Um, yeah, and I think, um, uh... Well, I know a lot of my family, they're super supportive, even though they're like, we support you, but we don't, you know, it's too loud <laughs> and we don't really get it. But, you know, they're like, hell yeah, go for it. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, and their dad, Buck, famous Buck Concho, he's like <laughs> the drum king, like legend. Oh, yeah. He knows everybody. <laughs> so he's got, oh, yeah, he's got many a drum sets. But um, yeah, Autumn to, actually right. grew up watching us and hearing us jam, you know, at our house, at my dad's house in Laguna or, you know, mm -hmm. watching us play a show at Laguna Metal Fest or Buckfest or what, whatever was going on on the reservation. And so, you know, for her to be in the band now, it's it's awesome. It's a family affair. <laughs> Yes, oh, being cool. eight years old, watching them and them playing at my birthday party. It was great. <laughs> I do remember their first uh, talent show and me being too young and having to stand outside pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's, it's been an awesome experience jamming with these ladies. Yeah, nice. Respect for them. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you guys build your initial fan base like on the Laguna Reservation or kind of like in the local Albuquerque <laughs> area? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's surrounded, you know, the, the local Pueblos, you know, a lot of the Navajo res, um, 
we've, you know, we've been out there since we were kids, you know, playing shows and different fests and just playing house shows even. I mean, I think we played for nachos, Dr. Pepper and fry bread one time in Bloomfield. And it was just the two of us. <laughs> it was just Amanda and I, and, you know, they're like, we'll feed you guys, you know, give you some gas money. And it was really cool. You know, we took the trip out there and, and played in some little studio off the side of the road. And, and, you know, we're always down to do stuff like that too. So, so we definitely have a really good fan base here in the Southwest. Yeah. Um, you know, back in the early days, we didn't care if, if we got paid or we had to drive, you know, 400 miles or whatever. We just wanted to play. And <clears throat> we'd play, uh, you know, like every day if we could. And it was just really fun, just really, uh, you know, making a name for ourselves and making connections and friends and everything. Cool. And uh, you guys are a, like a thrash band with like death metal uh, elements. Um, Was that kind of like what you guys were striving for from the beginning or did it kind of did you guys kind of take some time to kind of develop your style i think it's definitely been an, an evolution um you know because when i first got into playing music you know um and guitar it was like i pretty much started with like metallica and ozzy that's like my foundations and i just listened to that for like a whole year like all you know um diary madman blizzard of oz and uh, master puppets and just kept spinning that stuff and then just kept on going deeper and deeper down the heavy metal <laughs> rabbit hole you know from there went to um, like Iron Maiden that's like one of my all-time favorite bands to Motorhead um, and getting heavier into like like black metal and then you know death metal from there so um, I don't think we ever really was like oh we have to be like this type of band it's just been like a natural evolution and you know my uh my inspirations come from from all of that. You know, I describe our music as melodic death thrash. So, you know, when I try to describe our, our music to people, it's like, you know, we have like our cool, like acoustic pretty parts that you'll probably like, and then it's gonna get heavy and it might scare you away. And, and <laughs> you know, if you're not used to metal, but you know, if you're a metalhead, I think you're just gonna eat it up because it's a lot of variations and, and, uh, and musical mo movements and stuff, so. Totally. And it, sure. we started off thrashy, you know, we started off simple thrashy, but like Amanda said, you know, once she, you know, started going down that rabbit hole with all the metals, the metals, um, you know, that's kind of how she got inspired, just writing a bunch of different stuff. And she was in classical guitar. I was in orchestra. So we already, you know, we both liked that symphonic, you know, orchestrated feel of being melodic. And then, um, you know, next thing I know, she's telling me to play faster and faster and then throw in some blast beats and then, you know, break here, break there. And, you know, so it's really been a full collaboration, which is combining all of our favorite songs and, and inspirations from different bands. And we love a ton of different types of metal and music. You know, I, mm -hmm. I think all of that plays into, into what we like to play and, and, um, it, it gets it gets a little it, it sounds like you can get off into one song and then she goes into tangent sometimes where she you know creates something else and it's supposed to be a part of one song but then she's like no 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 I got to make this into another song because it's just too epic you know so <laughs> yeah so sometimes we get other songs from just writing one song because Amanda just has so much 
so much flowing through her veins that, you know, sometimes we're like, okay, we're going, well, that sounds like a whole nother story. (laughs) So it's, it's awesome because we like to play into that storytelling sort of thing with our music and it's not always the same and it's not always repetitive. And I think that sets us apart from other bands is that, you know, we have a chorus and a break here, but it's not always going to go back to the same old thing. You know, it's it's a wide range of of we call it ADHD metal <laughs> or yeah. ADHD riffage. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I, I listened to the the. I mean, all your music is on Spotify, and yeah, I suggest listeners check out like all you guys' music. But yeah, I did listen to the Prelude to Indignance, and then yeah, like you said, it's kind of like straightforward thrash, and then the hollowed minds compared to that one hollowed minds yeah definitely has more melodic lead uh, lead guitar and definitely the vocals i thought the vocals like has like a really um a lot of death metal uh influence on that hollowed minds album so uh, yeah i definitely noticed that uh when you guys are putting you guys when you put together those influences does that usually kind of take place like when you're jamming together or is that do you guys like kind of write on your own and then kind of like share ideas or how do you guys go about like combining your ideas i think it's a it's a little bit of both you know i come up with a lot of uh riffs on my own and and then kind of bring them to the girls and and then usually we'll play um you know we'll play what i have and then they'll just come up with some other stuff and we'll just you know see what happens just see what flows Mm-hmm. and then yeah. just kind of piece it together and just go from there yeah amanda's the main songwriter she you know comes up with tons of different types of riffs or or melodies and and it could be acoustic sounding it could be clean it could be you know anything and and she i always ask for her you know well what do you hear what do you think should go there and so we really work well with um being able to not tell each other what to do but you know take those suggestions from each other and mm-hmm. you know maybe it'd sound cooler if you did this or maybe you know it'd be great if you put a break here or play this faster you speed up or you know and and autumn you know has barely had the chance to write with us um since we started playing again so right now um it's going to be her turn to be able to throw in some of those you know oh, yeah. influences that she wants yeah. Coming um, up soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I understand autumn. You joined like right before like 2020, right before the hiatus. Um, yes. Like what, what's it been like, you know, being a part of suspended now that the live shows are happening now or, or how do you like, like just so your overall, like what's your take on being in the band now? It's amazing. It's awesome. I mean, like I said, um, Chance, my sister, they, they are experienced. And honestly, it's been uh, crazy kind of trying to fill in those big shoes that Jessica Armstrong had left. Um, But other than that, I'm like, let's do this. I think if anything, like, you know, our dad is a drummer. So I kind of feel like I was like a drummer first. But then I also got some experience drumming in my dad's band as well. And then ever since joining Suspended, I'm like, you know what, this is going to improve me a lot more. You know, I, I honestly need to like, keep bringing it more because i know they have a lot more experience on me i just need to you know get more down to it and i think i have that energy and that passion to keep going forward every uh the only thing that sucked was the hiatus you know (laughs) kind of feel like i was going good um doing shows in 2019 and then we had a break 
but I'm just happy to starting up again. <laughs> it was yeah. a much needed break, but we're definitely happy to be back. Mm -hmm. And yeah. this girl right here, she plays bass, guitar, drums, keyboards, you name it. So she's already a well-rounded musician on her own, her own one-man band. <laughs> nice. So she's, she yeah. definitely has a lot to bring to the table. So we're excited to write with her coming, you know, this next upcoming years. Yeah, Autumn's great. On top of being talented, she just has like a good head on her shoulders and she's responsible. And, you know, uh, that, that became a lot of, became an issue with, with a lot of our past, uh, um, bass players are just we were on different pages you know and she's like she's on our page about you know just getting getting the job done and still having fun but not you know getting too, too crazy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she just uh you know it because it is fun and we love it but we you want to treat it like a, a business as well um, mm -hmm. and, and be professional yeah that's true um i was gonna ask uh, how do you guys go about balancing the band and like your personal lives um I was doing some research and I understand that um, you guys have families now. I mean, we're all, you know, kind of, uh, I, I'm myself included getting older and trying to, you know, stay a part of the metal scene, but at the same time, you know, try to, you know, take care of our personal lives. But how do you guys take care of that, that balance between the band and your personal lives? Well, for me, um, it's definitely like two, three, or whatever full-time jobs <laughs> and uh you know so we got to go to work pay the bills and then you know it's like well do you want to jam or not and it's well yeah so I wake up early um stay up late you know make time on the weekends to to play um unfortunately I don't get out as much as I used to to go check out shows um you know because back in the day we'd go to shows like every night <laughs> you know not being able to do that but um I do always make time to you know, even just sit down with my acoustic and uh, just play, you know, clean riffs or, and work on lyrics and stuff. So it's definitely a part of me and a part of who I am. Um, I find that guitar and metal in general is like my therapy. So I, I always have like, uh, something's bothering me. I have like these lyrics real, like playing on repeat in my, my head and riffs too, and they won't stop until I get it out. So it's definitely uh, uh, like a, a a good space for me, you know, just like I said, therapy. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jenny and Autumn? How do you guys balance your personal lives with the band? Well, she is my inspiration and encouragement. <laughs> Amanda right here, um, you know, ever since she became a mom and I'm a new mom still to a toddler, you know, two-year-old toddler. And so I'm still learning and growing, but, um, you know, through it all, honestly, Amanda's been my rock because when we, right before we went on tour with Nervosa, I had just quit drinking alcohol. Um, I was on my first year of sobriety. And so, um, you know, anything that I felt like was pushing me down or anything that I felt was negative, I just thought of Amanda because of everything that she does and everything she's gone through. Even in the past, we've known each other since we were kids and she's just such a strong woman. So to know that she can get it done, I know I can get it done. So anything that crosses my path makes me feel like, you know what? No, it's not worth it. It it really is. You know, we've been through this for so long together and, you know, we were kids and now we have kids. So if we're going to be doing this, we're going to be doing this as one big happy family, you know, so we're all doing it together. And, um, you know, it was harder 
through the pandemic because we were on lockdown, you know, we couldn't do much. I was focusing on my new baby. But now that they're a little bit older, her kids are older, you know, it's a lot easier to be able to just make time at least a couple nights, you know, throughout the week to set aside me time or band time. And, and, you know, luckily for our spouses, they're super supportive of us too. And, and just encourage us to, you know, never stop, you know, they're, they're always working on projects. We're always working on projects and we make it work. We make it, you know, we want it done. We're going to get it done. And, and no matter what we make it work, things always fall into place. So um, for me, you know, like I said, Mandy here, she's always been the person that I look up to because, um, you know, she's always got the best, the best attitude and attitude is everything sometimes. So you gotta, you know, kick rocks and, and just push it aside. And, and like she said, we always try and keep things professional. We're business, you know, we legally are a business in the city of Mexico. So we got to make those dollars. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. And I'm a mother to a couple of fur babies. <laughs> I don't have any babies yet. She's an auntie mom. So yes. she's, <laughs> she's got the job too. Yeah. And uh, mainly just going to keep the, you know, little, the little ones occupied, you know, in my family, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I mean, to me, this, I, I kind of feel like this is my, my main priority, I would say, because music is everything to me too. And, um, you know, being in suspended, I kind of feel like, you know, I, I, I have the luxury of that having to be like, my top priority and just like, something to look forward to something to work for sure I don't even have like a career yet like outside of music so I think if anything I'm kind of trying to enjoy that as much as possible no babies yet (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's cool it's from what I gather it sounds like just being in the band and working on anything band related is like therapeutic and kind of um, I'm guessing kind of takes your takes the edge off like whatever else is going on in your work lives, um, which I can relate to. I got a stressful job, but um, you know I'm like con- like I'm I'm just a like a, a listener and a fan of the stuff, but I'm like constantly like just looking for like bands to listen to, or I'm like always reading about it, or yeah, I, I guess this is probably why I do it too, just to try to get involved with it in at another level and just to show my appreciation and talk to bands and get an understanding of like the music and yeah it really just kind of takes my mind off of like other stuff so uh, I can definitely relate to that a uh, couple couple more questions um you guys been a band since 2002 um just for each of you like what's been like a highlight or something that you've can reflect on that you you know, are really like proud of whether it was playing with a certain band or an album or a music video or just any experience. Um, do you want to start, uh, Amanda? Sure. Um, I think the whole Nervosa, Nervosa tour was definitely one of the top highlights because um, we, we've toured on our own before, you know, like I said, DIY band. And uh, we did a couple of weekend warrior tours. We did uh, like a month long tour on our own with like some other awesome local bands um but they we'd never had the turnouts like we did with nervosa so it was just like a a very good opportunity for us and then besides that my favorite moments was just opening up for our favorite bands that's always been you know the number almost the number one goal is just to share the stage with you know with our idols and 
you know, even if, if they didn't stick around or whatever, you know, it was just an honor to, to play on the same stage as them, like with the, you know, suicidal tendencies created, you know, those were like some really awesome bands for me. You know. For me, I'd have to agree also with the Nervosa um, tour because um, I remember when Amanda first showed me the Nervosa video and we were still really young too. So we were just trying to get out there and play more shows. And once she showed me that video, um, you know, it just blew my mind. Like, cool, there's other chicks out there like us, like, <laughs> you know, like to play heavy metal, thrash metal, you know, um, they're from Brazil and we we're just like, wow, this is, you know, super cool. Like, why can't there be more, you know, metal chick bands like this here that we can jam with? But um, the fact that we got to do the whole, you know, not the whole tour, but the North American tour and Canada, that to me was just, you know, amazing to be able to travel all across Canada. We literally, you know, went in and out through the entire country. And um, I think one of the highlights of being Canada was, um, I can't remember exactly where we were, but we played at um, this bar venue and some, um, First Nations people had come up to me and they're like, you're in suspended. And we're like, yeah, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, we came just to see you. We saw you play on the Gathering of Nations stage 49 and, you know, just on, on powwows.com. And we were just like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, of course they're from Canada, so they're not coming out to Albuquerque, but, you know, Gathering of Nations is just this huge powwow here. And just the fact that they watched us, you know, over the internet on powwows.com. I was just like, wow, we have fans way out here in Canada and they're just as excited to, you know, meet us as I am to be here. It was just a really awesome feeling to be able to feel that from other, you know, First Nations people and just the fact that they know of us in their First Nations. And um, also um, there was a time, one highlight for me was back when we were a four piece, we were still fresh out of high school or maybe still even in high school, but we went to go see um, Overkill and we didn't get to see them because we were too young. So we went just to hang out outside Launchpad and listen, you know, listen in and, and just jam out. And so we're our four of us little girls out there all starting our mosh pit and, <laughs> you know, and in the back of launch pad. And then all of a sudden, one of the door guys who knew us, he opens the door and he's like, here, I'll keep the door open for a minute. So he lets us watch, you know, while they're playing. And, um, you know, Dee Dee sees us and he looks over and then he hands us his Gatorade. And then, you know, Bobby Blitz looks over and next thing we know, you know, he's outside smoking a cigarette, throws a cigarette down. And I never smoked cigarettes, but that night I did because we picked it up. And, <laughs> and we're like, I'm smoking Bobby Blitz cigarette. I didn't care. But um, that was definitely a highlight that I'll never forget. And <laughs> that was one of the perks of, of you know, just going out and firing for ourselves and promoting ourselves and telling them about who we are. And just, that was kind of the very first um, um, points in our own self-promotion. So <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs> I never knew that. That sounds freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many stories. <laughs> That's cool. And you know what, with them telling their stories, it's the first time me hearing them too, because like, yeah. I haven't been on tour. I haven't done anything of that nature yet with Suspended. I'm looking forward to it. Like I'm ready to go full force. 
I feel like I have like a lot of like the stamina and energy to actually do that. But I gotta say, the last show was like uh, when Destruction and Nervosa came out. That was probably like the peak because after the show, they oh my goodness, I wish I could find like the picture to where they took of of Mandy and the guitarist for Destruction. But he actually took a selfie with us, and I felt like oh my god, <laughs> that was That's awesome. cool. He actually posted on his profile on like Facebook. I was like, dude, this is so great. And I was just like in awe of it because I haven't really experienced anything like that. You know, I kind of feel very humbled, but I'm very grateful. <laughs> that was probably one of my biggest highlights being with Suspended. Yeah, I got to watch you guys play afterwards, but um, I was just like, honestly, I, I feel like I was still trying to process what I watched with Cavalera. <laughs> I, like I couldn't even talk. My, I was, my body right. was sore. And, but I, I did get a chance to check you guys out. Yeah, yeah, I was still out of it. Um, but um, but yeah, that's cool. Thanks for like answering that. Um, and then uh, kind of wrapping up here. Do you guys have any uh, upcoming live shows or projects coming up? Yeah, we have a a couple shows coming up. Um, we have one this month. It's going to be June twenty fifth at the Headbangers Market downtown. Um, I think we have like a show a month coming up in the summer, and I don't know all of them off the top I think of in my august head. august we're gonna play um so in santa fe they do metal mondays and that's at tumble root brewery and they did that pre-pandemic and we've did i think a couple one or two times there and um so they invited us back in august i believe it's august 1st so we're going to be playing out there with um fields of elysium which is a local santa fe band and then i think a couple of course a few more santa fe bands um, and then I think we're going to get out to Colorado September. Oh yeah. Weekend warrior tour in Colorado in September. So, so oh, on the details and for that. in August is the, um, 2022 international NYDM annual. And that's hosted by the, um, NYDM chapter here in Albuquerque or in New Mexico. And so it's an international club that formed in New York for extreme and underground metal. And this year Albuquerque was picked to host. And so we'll have a two day event, um, at the El Rey theater downtown, August, um, 12th and 13th, I believe are the dates. Um, it's a Friday, Saturday, but tickets are on sale for that too. And there'll be a ton of local bands, a bunch of traveling out of state bands, um, vendors, and we're hoping to get some of the car clubs involved as well to come, you know, show off what Burke has to offer <laughs> as far as the car culture. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what we have lined up because we're trying to hold out for some hopefully new songs and writing and recording and <laughs> all that good stuff. Yeah, we have enough new material to record another album. I, we were just discussing that we want to um, fix up maybe two more songs. So that way it's about, I don't know, maybe like a 45 minute album. It'll be our first uh, LP. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, so we're just going to focus on polishing all that up and um, yeah, ideally uh, get hooked up with a guitar, release a um, new album. It'd be great to finally put out an actual vinyl record. That's that's always been on our bucket list too. Or a cassette. Nice. Yeah, cassette tapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, honestly, a cassette tape would be really cool. I, I always think that like, yeah, it's just cool. I think it really plays into nostalgia. that 80, yeah, the 80s <laughs> nostalgia. Yeah, but um, I just got a new, a new used car and it has a cassette tape player and I was nice. so stoked because one of my favorite, well, my favorite local bands now, they have, 
put out a cassette. So I was like, yes, I did the unwrap and, you know, mm-hmm. the unraveling on TikTok and unwrapped it and put it in and press play. And it was, it was very nostalgic. So awesome. <laughs> I'm looking out for those cassette tapes now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, it all sounds awesome. Even that NYDM show you mentioned that that sounds cool too. Um, and yeah, I hope to see you guys there. And uh, I mean, I'm older too. I mean, I don't get a chance to go to shows like I used to, like I used to go to like every night I, I lived in Phoenix. So I would go to like five shows a week. Just yeah. now it's yeah. like, I'm in like, I'm on the, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on the reservation exactly. and I go like once a month, maybe twice a month if I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. We're working moms and, you know, working aunties and <laughs> yeah, just gotta be you more know. selective now. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to your next uh, few live shows, and I'll definitely try to check out more. Um, but uh, thanks again for talking with me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, our pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for we haven't us. done this in a minute, so it's nice to be able to talk to people again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That was my talk with the band Suspended. I want to thank Amanda, Channing, and Autumn for taking the time to talk with me the other day. Um, yeah, Suspended was one of the most uh, requested uh, band to, uh, you know, interview for this podcast. And so, yeah, thanks to everyone for suggesting them. And if you have any more suggestions or questions or comments, yeah, feel free to, you know, send me a message or comment on this uh, podcast episode post. You know, I'm trying to be, you know, interactive and you know, take in suggestions, uh, for like future podcasts. So yeah, you can always send a message or send a comment and, you know, I can, you know, read them or, you know, try to incorporate them on future episodes. Uh, the best way to reach me would probably be like Instagram messenger, Facebook messenger. Um, and, um, yeah, I hope uh, everyone enjoyed this episode again, you know, please, uh, listen to suspended They're on all the popular streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon music, and be sure to check them out live. Uh, Channing mentioned some of the live dates coming up. There's June 25th at the Albuquerque headbangers market. There's August 1st at the Santa Fe Tumble Roots brewery for their Mon- metal Monday show. And then again, August 13th, I believe at the El Rey theater for the NYDM music festival which uh, i'm actually looking forward to i got a chance to see that lineup and one of my new favorite bands is going to be playing there called uh discordia they're like a progressive like technical death metal band you know if you like bands like gorguts or artificial brain they um kind of fall under kind of like that similar sound but uh yeah i'm looking forward to seeing suspended again in the future And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play one of their songs from their 2015 release, Hollowed Minds. This song is called uh, When the Smoke Clears. And after that, it'll be the end of the podcast. So, yeah, thanks again for listening. (laughs) Take care.